The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Have a party at your house without any fuss or furor. Have Art Linkletter's house party at your house and enjoy the good company of all its friendly visitors without any bother on your part. The folks who drop by on house party don't need to be entertained if you're busy. They'll just make themselves at home while you go right on with your daily routine. Without interrupting you, they'll make sure that you're in on all of their good cheer. So five days a week, have a good time with Art Linkletter's house party. Remember, House Party is on the air every Monday through Friday over most of these same stations. Well, good morning, you two. Good morning, Aunt Effie. I'm afraid we overslept. Oh, good morning, Aunt Effie. Well, I got up and got breakfast and got Betsy off to school. Oh, I'm sorry, Aunt mm, Effie. We had a lovely time together. <laughs> we stayed up late talking. I guess we forgot to set the alarm. I think I'll just have some orange juice and coffee. Now, you eat a decent breakfast, dear. You want to be on your toes this morning. He has to stop in at the police station for questioning this well, morning. The police station? Oh, now, why did you mention well, it? why not? There's nothing to it. It isn't as though you were guilty, dear. You said it was probably just routine. Well, yeah, sure, but I... The I, police? I just... Yes. No. Mm -hmm. Well, it's nothing, really. Well, might as well tell her, as long as I mentioned it. Well, you, you, you tell her, dear. Well, it's absolutely nothing, Aunt Effie. I worked late at the office last night, and I got home, and there was a phone call. From this policeman that he knows, Joe something, and he said that the jewelry store had been robbed. Uh, well, you tell her, dear. Well, this jewelry store on the second floor of my building, and, you know. And this uh -huh. policeman just wanted to know if he'd seen anybody suspicious hanging around. Yeah, well, know. I said, no, no, I didn't see anybody. But this Joe something. Joe McDermott. Asked him to stop in at the police station oh, this morning. Well, they don't suspect you. Oh, oh. No, 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 it's just, well, you see, what happened? Last night. When he I... left the office about 11.30, he rang and rang for the elevator, but the night watchman was asleep, apparently, so he had to walk down six flights of steps. Go, go, on, go on, dear. Well, what happened was... And he had I... to stop and tie his shoelace on the second floor, and when he put his foot up to tie it, he thought he dropped something, but the hall was kind of dimly lit. Well, go on, dear, you're telling him. Yeah. What happened? I had walked over toward the window on the second floor. His watch and... had stopped, and he was checking it by the clock on the First National Bank out the window, you know, that, and that's when he tied his shoelace. Well, go on, dear. What happened was... You see, actually, the... Look, do you want to tell this? No, I'm sorry. Go on, dear. Go on. Thank you. Well, I apparently dropped one of my brown pigskin gloves. Oh, and... doesn't that make you mad to lose one glove? I remember I lost those perfectly lovely kid gloves Madge gave oh, me. Yeah, yeah, well, the point is, <laughs> it's kind of ironical when you think about it, uh, but when we listen to the late news, why, well, it seems that they, the police, I mean, found a brown pigskin glove on the second floor, probably mm -hmm. the one I lost, you know. <laughs> but the police seem to think it belonged to the, the burglar. And... You see where he dropped it? It must be right by the jewelry store door there. Mm -hmm. On the second floor? Mm -hmm. Well, of course, it's all a silly mix-up. Silly? Well, yes. For Pete's sakes, I didn't rob the jewelry store. <laughs> no. All I can say is, I hope not. Well, look, I am Effie. Effie, what a thing to say, your own nephew. Look, do I look like a criminal? That is what your cousin Harry said after he robbed the bank. Robbed the bank? Robbed the bank? I got a cousin who robbed a bank? Yes. Oh, your mother's going to be just sick about this. Excuse me, excuse me. 
what, what, hey, wait, hey, 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 wait a minute. Wait, I got a cousin who a cousin who robbed a bank. I, I can't believe it. I, I don't look. Even so, I look. I did not rob a jewelry store. Oh dear, I know you didn't. But will, what's she talking what about? What will the police think? They hear about your cousin. I mean, will they think it runs in the family? I don't know. I'll get me some coffee, will you? No one likes to be called a fool, yet that's a charge we must all face unless we unite to do battle against one of the nation's major health enemies, heart disease. The fight against heart disease is well underway already. Your support of the Heart Fund in past years has enabled medical researchers to isolate important facts about the causes and treatment of heart disease. In many ways, lives that were once threatened by heart disease can now be prolonged. But unless research is continued, unless more people are made aware of the facts about heart disease, unless new and more equipment can be built to treat patients, until the day when heart disease can be stopped in its tracks, the battle won't be won. Don't put it off. Send your contribution to HEART, H-E-A-R-T, care of your local post office today. Remember, with every gift to the Heart Fund, the chances for winning out over heart disease grow better. But each day a contribution is delayed, lives may be lost. Note the address, it's HEART, H-E-A-R-T, care of your local post office. Send your contribution today. Now, Aunt Effie, please calm down now, please. How does it happen that I got a cousin who robbed a bank and I never heard about it? Well, we certainly tried to keep it in the family. In fact, we all agreed not to talk about it at all. Well, to begin with, who is Cousin Harry? Well, I'm glad to say he's not a blood relation. He married into the family. You know, Lydia's husband. Oh, oh, oh that Harry. Yes. Oh, he's such a quiet, nice kind of guy. He robbed a bank? Yes. It was some years ago in Plainview, where they still live. Well, Aunt Effie, how much did he take? Well, as we've always said, the only nice thing about it was that he only took pennies. Pennies? Hmm. Pennies? How many? Well, I guess he taken around $200 over a period of years by the time they caught him. What, you mean that's all it took, $200 in pennies? Well, stealing is stealing. Oh, yeah, I, I understand. I didn't mean that. I just assumed that it was thousands and <laughs> thousands. That's all, you know. Well, from... Aunt Effie, why did he just take pennies? Well, that was a strange thing about it. We never really knew, but it seems he liked to collect bright, new, shiny pennies. Yeah, uh, that's some hobby. Well, but the trouble is he didn't really collect them. He gave them away to the children as he walked home to buy candy and things, you know. Oh. You mean he stole them and gave them away? Well, it would seem so. The children, of course, all loved him. Well, so did everybody else. Nobody ever suspected Harry at all. I guess he never thought pennies would be missed. And somebody who came to check the books one time, well... Did he go to jail? Oh, no! Oh. No, we all felt so badly, including Mr. Wentworth, who was president of the bank. So he said if Harry'd pay back the money, which he did, well, we'd all try to forget the whole thing. Uh -huh. But it was a shock to everybody. My goodness, if they're still in the same town and everybody knew it, how did Harry ever get a job doing something else? Oh, he's still in the bank. What, you mean he well, kept his job? Well, not the same one. He was a cashier, but they put him in safety deposit boxes. That takes two keys, you know. Oh, boy. Look, how long ago was all this? Well, it must be 32 years now, I guess. Yes. It was the year I put up 87 quarts of tomatoes, and they all spoiled. Uh, all of them? All of them. Oh, I my. was just sick. I should think so. I, I think what happened uh -huh. was... Well, look, yeah. never, never mind that now, for Pete's sake. What I want to know is this. Harry doesn't have a police record, does he? Mm, oh, I don't know. The sheriff knew about it, but Mr. Wentworth at the bank didn't want a lot of trouble, you know. So they sort of hushed it up, but everybody knew. 
Uh-huh. Mm. Darling, it was so long ago, I don't think you need to worry. The police will dig up anything. I don't really? think he should tell the police it's his glove they found. Oh, of course I gotta tell him. No. I mean, if it is mine. Well, maybe, Aunt Effie's right. Don't say it is or it isn't. Just don't mention it. Then if they find out it is mine and I've denied it, then I'd really be in a jam. It yeah. seems to me that the police have a lot of nerve getting perfectly respectable citizens all upset by questioning no, them. No, 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 Aunt. It's just routine, that's all. Look, I'm not worried. Not worried? <laughs> your hands are shaking. Look at your forehead. It's just and, wet. Oh, did you let me think, will you? Now, let me think. Oh, and here I am. Here I am. See, absolutely innocent. Oh, mm -hmm. And yeah. I, I, look, I better get down there. Well, you eat some breakfast first. Now, you haven't touched a thing. Please, dear, you know you get sick feeling if now, you don't now, eat. Now, now, well, I want you to know this. I have $1,275.64 in savings. And if you need a good lawyer, you can have that money. Oh, Aunt Abby, that's a, yes. well, very sweet of you. Well, but now, I, eat I, your I, breakfast now. Eat your breakfast. Brain food. You want to be alert when you're questioned. Yes, dear. Now, you excuse me. I have something to do. Oh, isn't but that sweet of her? You know that we're all going to stand by, dear. Stand by? Look, oh, get me some more coffee, will you, while I, while I think. Here, here. Yeah. Let me help you with your coat, darling. You got the wrong sleeve, wrong uh, sleeve. Oh, oh yeah, thanks. Oh, you <laughs> Thank you. Uh, don't be nervous. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> After all, I know most of the guys at the police station. I mean, they know that I wouldn't do anything. Oh, sure, sure. Got your coat buttoned <laughs> wrong, dear. It's buttoned. Well, oh, it's all well. set. You don't need to worry. I've just been on the phone upstairs in your room. Oh. Yeah, Probably. on the phone? To who? Mm -hmm. Who? I call Buddy. Buddy? Yes, and I talked to him. Well, he remembered me right away. Buddy who? Well, he's governor now. You know, my goodness, I haven't seen him in years. I told him how proud we all were of him. Governor? Yes. I told him, really, buddy, we never thought you'd amount to a row of pins. Oh, what a naughty little boy he was. What governor? Of the state. You, you called the governor? Yes. He told me to come and see him. But he lived kitty corner from us in the old Hicks house. Oh, my, I used to give him cookies. You and... called the governor? What, what about? Well, I told him. I said I thought the police were... Well, you didn't mention anything about well, we, this. No, I didn't tell him really anything. I, I didn't mention your name, except to say I was visiting you. But I said I thought the police of this town were mighty high-handed. But Aunt oh, Effie... Aunt Effie. Well, I said I thought there was a lot of hanky-pank going on. Why should honest citizens be subjected to the third degree? Oh, third degree? I, I... Well, I just didn't want you to worry. Buddy, I know if anything happens, we'll be right in back of us all the way. Well, that's very sweet of you, Aunt Effie. Now, dear, pull yourself together and get down to the police station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calling the governor. Well, my goodness, I used to give him baths when he was three years old. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goodbye, dear. Good luck. No, oh, he was so glad I called. Was he said, I'll do anything for you, Tante. He always called me Tante. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I told him his old apple tree was oh, still there. very sweet of him. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. What is it that makes you laugh? It's more than just the things a man says. Take Robert Q. Lewis, for instance. It's that dry, quizzical way that he says what he says that makes you enjoy his words and brings laughter. Then there are Amos and Andy. They've been mangling the English language for years, yet each evening there's new, unexpected mayhem that comes as a delightful surprise. And then there's a young fellow who's winning a lot of new fans, He's not strictly a comedian. He's a good-natured, easy-going chap who's nice to have around. His name is Rusty Draper, and listening to him talk or sing in that cheerful drawl of his is like joining in on a fine front porch get-together for some chuckles and some singing. Want to have all these friendly people pop in for a visit with you? 
The CBS Radio Network brings them to most of these stations every Monday through Friday evening. Robert Q., Amos and Andy, and Rusty Draper will be right here, all set to entertain you. Oh, hi, Joe. You asked me to stop in this morning? Oh, 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 golly, I forgot. You know, we're nearly going crazy around here right now. Well, I told you just about all I know about the robbery, Joe. I didn't see anybody suspicious hanging around the building. Yeah, and... Oh, yeah, the robbery, yeah. Well, we picked up that guy early this morning. You did? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, well, that, that's wonderful. Oh, say, by the way, I think this is your glove, isn't it? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I dropped it when I... You know, I had to walk downstairs. Uh-huh. How'd you know it was mine? Well, it's got your name in it. Oh. Well, listen, actually, what I, what I wanted to talk to you about was the, the Kiwana Spring Review. You know, we're the boys in charge of the entertainment, you and me. Oh, oh, yes, 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 sure, the, the Kiwana Spring Review, <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I thought we ought to start of making course. plans, but look, I just haven't got time to talk about it right now. Can, can I meet you later, maybe at your house or something? Oh, sure, sure, oh, sure. Well, I'm sorry to make yeah. you stop in for nothing. Oh, that's all right. Gosh, we're so busy. You know, the governor called this morning? Yeah, he called the chief, sort of hinted about a possible investigation of the police department. Oh. It's crazy. We got the cleanest department in the country. Yeah. Now, what? What got into the governor to call us? Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I... <laughs> of course, nobody's worried. You know, we just got to get the place in shape in case, you know. As I say, nobody's worried. Uh, not really, but well, even when you're innocent, you wonder if maybe you slipped up somewhere, you know? Oh, boy, do I know. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch, stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and Joe Silver, and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Roger Foster inviting you to listen again tomorrow to The Couple Next Door. Mm-hmm.